Welcome to Rama for Today Radio. The, the body, everyone in the body is to be a worker, all right. Just like every member of your body, for your body to function normally, should work. But unless we have the manifestation, the operation of these ministry gifts, then the saints will never become mature. In other words, they'll never reach the place where they can serve as they should as workers for the work of the ministry, for the edifying, the building up spiritually of the body of Christ. Because you see, there's an anointing upon the ministry gift that's not upon the layman. The layman's should work for God, should witness. God used full gospel businessmen to stir up laymen to work for God. Welcome to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagen. Today you'll hear more from Kenneth E. Hagen on his teaching, Plans, Purposes, and Pursuits on Rama for Today Radio. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagen for today's message. Now open your Bibles to Ephesians, because the Lord talked to me about this. Open your Bible to Ephesians, the fourth chapter. Open your Bibles to Ephesians, the fourth chapter, and let's read again. Let's start with the seventh verse. But unto every one of us is grace given, according to the measure of the gift of Christ. See that word measure again? You remember I've been talking about measures? Wherefore he saith, when he ascended up on high, he led captivity captive and gave gifts. Remember he said, according to the measure of the gift of Christ. Gave gifts unto men. Now that he ascended, what is it? But that he also descended first into the lower parts of the earth. He that descended is the same also that ascended up far above all heavens that he might fill all things. And what are these gifts that he gave unto men? And he gave some apostles, and he gave some prophets, and he gave some evangelists, and he gave some pastors and teachers. Five ministry gifts he mentions here. Now, for what purpose did he give them? All five of them. Now, you see, again, some folks said, well, we've got the, the teacher, and we've got the evangelist and the pastor, but we don't have prophets and apostles. Well, where in the scriptures does it ever say that he took them away? Why didn't he go on and say, now, he gave evangelists and pastors and teachers, because this is many years after that Paul's writing this. I mean, I'm talking about after the beginning of the church. No, he gave these, all five of them, for the perfecting of the saints, for the work of the ministry. Another translation said, he gave these five full ministries in order to get his holy people ready to serve as workers. Till we all, and for the edifying of the body of Christ. You see, no layman can take the place of one of these gifts. I'm just repeating what the Lord said. I'm just reciting to you. I may elaborate on it some, because he just simply hit the high spot as he talked to me. No, you see, the, the, the body, everyone in the body is to be a worker, all right. Just like every member of your body, for your body to function normally, should work. But unless we have the manifestation, the operation of these ministry gifts, 
then the saints will never become mature. In other words, they'll never reach the place where they can serve as they should as workers for the work of the ministry, for the edifying, the building up spiritually of the body of Christ. Because you see, there's an anointing upon the ministry gift that's not upon the layman. The layman's should work for God, should witness. God used full gospel businessmen, while I'm talking, turn back to the Acts, to stir up laymen to work for God and thank God for that. But you see, that is not, that's only a means to the end, that's not the end. Now you remember here, in the Acts of the Apostles, when the first persecution came, and incidentally, if they had obeyed God, if they had done what God told them to do, that persecution wouldn't have come. Now you remember what the Lord Jesus said in Acts 1.8? He said, after the Holy Ghost has come upon you, you shall be witnesses unto me. Where? In Jerusalem and Jerusalem alone. No. What did he say? Samaria, Judea, and to the uttermost parts of the earth. Now open to the 8th chapter of Acts, and Saul was consenting unto his death. That's Stephen's death, you know. And at that time, there was a great persecution against the church, which was where? At Jerusalem. And he had said, after the Holy Ghost has come upon you, you shall be witnesses unto me. I'm talking about God's plans, purposes, and pursuits. What was his plan? You'll be witness unto me in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, unto the uttermost parts of the earth. There's still witnesses in Jerusalem. See, it wasn't God's plan that this great persecution came, but he had to allow it to get them out. That's not his plan. Amen. If they had obeyed him, that great persecution wouldn't have come. But they're in disobedience. You'll find out usually that's why things come against us, because we're in disobedience. And so, there arose a great persecution against the church, which was where? At Jerusalem. And they were all scattered abroad. Well, they won't go any other way. See, they're just as human as we are. See, we look back and think, oh, that early church, oh boy, if I'd have been there, it's all filled with the Holy Ghost. Oh, my, my. No, they're just as human as you are. Remember the last church I pastored, I got to seeking God about my ministry and why I was dissatisfied. I'd been pastor about 12 years. Well, not that time. I stayed on another year uh, or a little better than a year. And he said, I never did call you to pastor to begin with. And then the Lord said to me, what are you going to do about what I said to you 10 years ago concerning ministry? I said, Lord, I wasn't planning on doing anything about that. He said, well, you're going to have to or else. I said, I believe I will. <laughs> See, that's what he's saying to, to the church of Jerusalem. See, you didn't do what I said, so he had to allow. No, he didn't send it. It didn't come from heaven. You know, heaven didn't have Stephen killed. The thief come but for to kill, to steal, and destroy. God had to allow it. Why? Why? because they're not carrying out his plan. 
They're not pursuing his purposes. The whole church. And so the great persecution arose against the church at Jerusalem. That this all started there with the death of Stephen, you see. And they, 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 everybody say they. they. See, that refers to the church. Not the apostles, the church. They were all scattered abroad throughout the regions of Judea and Samaria. That's what he said. After the Holy Ghost has come upon you, you shall be witnesses unto me in Judea and Samaria, then finally in the uttermost parts of the earth. And they were all scattered abroad throughout the regions. See, they had already been gone. The regions of Judea and Samaria, except the apostles. The apostles were the only ministries they had or ministers that they had at that time. They that were scattered was the church, the layman, as we call them. And devout men carried Stephen to his burial and made great lamentation over him. And as for Saul, he made havoc of the church, entering into every house and hailing men and women, committing them to prison. Now look at verse 4. And they that were scattered abroad, and they that were scattered abroad, who's they? Who's the they that were scattered abroad? The church. The church. What did they do? Went everywhere in Judea and Samaria. Doing what? Preaching. See, God wants every one of you to be a preacher. You say, an evangelist? No, a preacher. Evangelists may preach, but that's an office. Everybody can't stand in the same office. But everybody, to preach means to proclaim or to tell. Everybody ought to tell the good news everywhere they go. Praise God. Amen. I said amen. amen. But you see, when folks don't do it, God has to raise up folks to stir you up. But the thing is, if you're not careful, once you say, well, once that wave reaches its crest, then don't ride the thing in on the shore and get dry and dead. Get on the next wave that's coming. Hallelujah. Amen. Now notice it here. Notice it here. They went everywhere. This is the church, the layman as we call them. The, the, we read the apostles, that's the ministers, that's the only ministers they had to begin with. Took God time to develop ministries. You don't develop pastors and evangelists and teachers overnight. Call may be there, but it takes time. They should be proven first. They went everywhere doing what? Preaching the word. Everywhere they went, they told the good news. Now look at verse 5. Then Philip went down to the city of Samaria and preached Christ unto them. And the people with one accord gave heed unto those things which Philip spake. Philip's one of the seven that was elected to serve tables. They gave heed unto those things which Philip spake, hearing and seeing the miracles which he did. For unclean spirits, crying with a loud voice, came out of many that were possessed with them. All of them? No, many of them. Many that were taken with palsies. All of them that had the palsy were healed? No, many of them were. Many that were lame were healed. All of them that were lame were healed? No, many of them were. And there was great joy in the city. 
You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. You can find more resources. Visit us today at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. This month's package includes two special resources. First, the book Plans, Purposes, and Pursuits by Kenneth E. Hagan. This 160-page book will bless your life. The next item in this offer is the single CD by Ken Hagan, You're Not of This World. All this for $14.95. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagen. Well, you know, this is the first of the year, and, and the, the first month has just gone gone by. I want to thank all of the Word Partners that were with us, that have been with us, many of you, for many, many years. And because of you, we are able to continue this broadcast right. worldwide. Yes. I mean, we were just somewhere recently here in the States, and we had I, mean, I had I had six people come up to me and say, we watched the television program, yes. and it's so, and one of them was giving me a testimony about how God used the television program yes. to help change their life. And you were partners. You have a you have a part in this, yes. and somebody said, "Well, how do you become a word partner?" Well, you go to rama.org and slash WPC, mm-hmm. or just go to rama.org and you can find the information there. That's right. And you say, "Well, what does a word partner do?" Well, a word partner is somebody that once a month they send us an offering. Yes. And because of that offering, when they all come in here together, we are able to continue. Tomorrow on Rama for Today, we'll continue Kenneth E. Hagan's life-changing message. That's tomorrow on Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan.